Hi, everybody. This is the Funeral Science Podcast, a podcast about funeral science. I'm Ben, and I will be your funeral scientist for today. Okay, funeral scientists, on today's episode, we are going to talk about ways to sharpen our thinking skills when filtering information about funeral science. We can do this by recognizing errors in our own thought processes. These errors are called logical fallacies. First, you should know that falling for or creating a logical fallacy is not your fault. They are a product of our own evolution because at some point in human history, they help to keep ourselves or members of our groups safe. The logical fallacy I want to focus on today is called an appeal to authority. This is when one uses the testimony of someone to support a fact. This can be particularly easy to fall for when the person appealed to is a perceived authority. A classic example of this was when cigarette companies would produce ads like, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend camel cigarettes. Let's look at that. First of all, how many doctors did they ask? How many of them smoke? Maybe, most importantly, what kind of doctor are they? Medical or PhDs in art history? There is also a version of this called appeal to false authority, wherein the authority is nothing more than a spokesperson. For example, where I live, there is a law office that regularly hires popular athletes in the area for commercials. Do the athletes know enough about the law to be an authority on it? Probably not. That means we also need to recognize whether or not the person is an authority to begin with. Why would we fall for this? This logical fallacy probably has helped all humans at some point. Picture if you will, you are a hungry, prehistoric human. You find a plant that looks appealing to you, so you pick it up to eat it, and suddenly an older member of your group slaps it out of your hand and signals to you it's poisonous. As someone who is less experienced at forging, you are going to look to the older member for guidance on what is safe and what is not. Further, when we are children, our parents are constantly providing directions such as, don't touch that, it's hot, or don't eat that, it's been under the couch since Christmas. So as you can see, we are encouraged to look to authorities for survival. Now that's been an awful lot of talking about something that isn't funeral science. So here's why it is important to us. As funeral scientists, we are always conducting investigations of our own in order to better learn. One of the important ways that we do this is by talking to and asking the advice of other funeral directors. This is a great way to gain information and ideas. However, we still need to put things to the test. So how do we avoid the appeal to authority logical fallacy? The best way to do this is to remove the identity of the person giving the testimony from the statement made as much as possible. For example, 
If I say mixing a water conditioner into your embalming solution will help prevent clotting if you have hard water at your funeral home, it is not accurate simply because I, a perceived authority uh, who found a free podcast production app, said it. A well-constructed argument in this case would stand alone regardless of who said it. We can identify an authority when the tips and tricks they give are accurate without their names attached to it. Does that mean they need to recite a textbook chapter and verse? Def not. A reasonable explanation is just as good. Fortunately for us, there are lots and lots of people in funeral service with the ability to do this. As funeral service professionals, we have an important duty on both sides of the appeal to authority. As learners, we need to be informed enough about the facts behind the way things work in the prep room to recognize what is correct and what is not, and what resources, such as textbooks, we can go to to verify them. Many of you are starting out in your careers and are eager to learn new things. Being well-versed in the science behind your job will enable you to build a knowledge base from both academic and practical resources. As teachers, we also have the responsibility to understand and explain what we are doing accurately for our students, apprentices, and rookie funeral directors. Does that mean we need to be able to recite word for word out of a textbook or other publication? Absolutely not. But we do need to have a basic enough understanding to communicate factual information to our charges. Most importantly, we must consider when we are going to be the perceived authority by the general public who are likely to know very little about a funeral and are going to rely on us for good information, not only when preparing the decedent, but when planning and executing a ceremony and processing the paperwork. We must also recognize when we are outside of our realm of understanding and provide direction. Always remember, it's okay to say, I don't know. This episode's listener question is, how do you position people and how does the body stay where you put it? The short answer is, deceased people don't really move around too much, so they stay where they are. The long answer is that we have a couple of different steps to make this happen. Before a person is embalmed, the embalmer can use supportive devices under the body's arms, head, legs, and torso. Once they find a position they like, they will decide how firm they would like the tissue to be after embalming is completed and the chemicals have had a chance to fully react. One of the jobs that formaldehyde has is to coagulate the body's proteins, which produces a firm feel. When formaldehyde reacts with body proteins, it has a dehydrating effect, which coagulates the proteins, producing that firmness. The more formaldehyde, the more coagulation, therefore, the firmer the field. To see a similar reaction, you can mix some vinegar and milk. The vinegar will coagulate the protein in the milk, firming it in a similar manner. In fact, the difference between hard cheese versus soft cheese is an apt comparison. Cheese is also coagulated protein and the amount of moisture determines whether or not it is hard or soft. The firmness of the tissue can also be modified by the addition of chemicals known as buffers, which are chemicals that balance pH. 
Formaldehyde prefers a pH that is slightly alkaline, so by controlling the pH, the speed at which a body firms and the amount of firmness can be varied. These decisions are made by the embalmer based on their case analysis and taking into account other body conditions. Once in the casket, they are supported under their arms with different materials, but most commonly styrofoam blocks designed for the specific purpose of supporting people in the casket. These techniques are used regardless if the person is to be placed in the traditional resting position known as repose or in more advanced position such as sitting at a table or on a bench. Now for something good that's happening. This comes from Ron King, a board member on the Indiana Funeral Directors Association. He wanted to let you all know that the IFDA has $10,000 worth of scholarships to give away. If you are a current mortuary student from Indiana, even if you aren't attending school in that state, you may qualify. Head on over to infda.org And under the About Us tab, you will see the Indiana Funeral Education Foundation and and follow the link to see the selection criteria. I will also put the link in the show notes. Even if you are not in Indiana, scholarships offered by state associations are common, so go check out what your state is up to. Thanks for that, Ron. You can follow Ron on Instagram at butlercoachco. That's B-U-T-L-E-R-C-O-A-C-H-C-O. Especially if you have an affinity for Bob Ross, as you might just find a kindred spirit. Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, do you have a question for me to answer? Send your questions to ben at morttracker.com. That's B-E-N at M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R.com with the subject line podcast question. Are you or someone you know doing something that promotes education, equality, or otherwise raises awareness about an issue in funeral service? Please send me information about it to ben at morttracker.com. That's B-E-N at M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R.com with the subject line, A Good Thing is Happening. And that ends with an exclamation mark, so be sure to include that, otherwise I'm not going to read it. Um, Finally, you can follow me at morttracker, that's M-O-R-T-R-A-Q-R on Instagram for more information on funeral science. So that's it, everybody. I'll see you later.